Hey friends, my name is Courtney, otherwise known as Courtney R&B, and I'm a health and fitness enthusiast, a social media lover, and most importantly, I am here to inspire you to reach your goals, begin that side hustle you've been considering, and hopefully learn a new topic. Thanks for tuning in to today's Chats with Court Sesh. Enjoy! Hey, what's up friends? Happy Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever day it may be that you are listening to this episode. I wanted to welcome you back to another Chats with Court Sesh. The main topic that I want to go over today is, am I always motivated? This is a question I receive all the time. What keeps me motivated? How am I so motivated? And I really just want to dive deeper into this topic because I think it would be helpful for you all and I've received the question pretty often. So stay tuned if you're interested in finding out, am I always motivated? Anywho, before we get into the topic, I just want to cover my week as a whole and talk about a few different things. So if you did listen to my last three podcasts, you would know that I was trying out something where I would describe how I feel mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I love change, so I'm already deciding that I'm going to pass on that and I'm going to try something different. Um, If you did, like, when I would check in mentally, physically, and emotionally, let me know and I can bring that back into a different podcast. But I do kind of just want to talk about my week and maybe share some stories that have happened throughout the week. I was actually listening to a podcast and it did talk about the current virus that's going on and part of me doesn't want to address this because I want to bring light to the situation and distract people because I know there's a lot going on in the news and the media right now and sometimes it gets just very overwhelming and if my family has the news on I honestly prefer to just step out and put my headphones in and just kind of tune it out because it it gets me thinking deeper. Sometimes it stresses me out a little bit, which kind of brings me to my first point. So in this podcast, she was talking about how it's okay to not be okay right now. I mean, we're all going through this together. Some people are out of jobs. Some people have to go and go into work still. They're on the front line and they're seeing the situation head on and they're actually experiencing it. It's so easy for me to forget what's going on outside when I'm here at home still going about my day-to-day life but just working in a different environment. And that's really sad to say but when you're not surrounded by what's going on it kind of passes you but at the same time we are affected in different ways. So None of us, if, if you are quarantined at home, we can't go anywhere. So that brings me to my point that it's okay to not be okay. If you're having a day where you feel completely down and you just can't grasp the fact of why you're feeling this way, you're not alone. I'm sure there are other people out there, including myself, who have these ups and downs because of what is going on. Our lives completely changed, like, within the blink of an eye, like, I don't know if any of us really knew that it was going to be like this. And I don't think I I would have ever predicted ourselves to be in this situation right now. But in order to find peace with yourself while you are quarantined at home, you know, try 
to make the most out of it, even if it is challenging. One of my goals is to come out of this quarantine with new hobbies and skills. I started off by taking a few online courses to learn something new, whether it's just Google courses that are free and they're online and anyone can go and take them. If you want to read books and learn something new there, reading's not your thing. Find something that sparks your interest and dig deeper into that if you do have the time because a distraction like that is not only good to keep your mind off things, but you're only strengthening your skills so that when this is all over, you could come out saying that you grew from this and you know, you came out for the better. Another thing that I've been thinking about recently, and I want to try the best way to explain this because it may be one of those things that make complete sense in my head, but when I say it out loud, it doesn't make any sense. So I was kind of thinking like, I'm looking back at my lifestyle before this quarantine hit. I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning. I was going to the gym, leaving the gym by maybe 6.45. I don't even remember. And then I was going home, getting ready, and then on my way to work to work an eight-hour shift and take a 30-minute break and just kind of like eat, sleep, work, gym, repeat kind of thing. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely enjoyed my routine and I felt that I was crushing it. I felt that I was on top of all my work and that I was on the road to success and to build myself in my career. But at the same time, looking back and seeing how I am now, I am so much more relaxed than I have ever been. And it's funny because I've been thinking like since college, I haven't really, like I'm not a college student anymore. I can't just wake up and be like, oh, like, I don't want to go into work today, or just take a day off whenever I feel that I need to. But with this quarantine, I'm like, I am getting so much rest right now. And it kind of makes me feel that this was like a wake up call to Americans and <laughs> saying like, this is our time to slow down. I mean, in other countries, they are so much more relaxed when it comes to work and business and balance between family and their lifestyle and balancing that with education and work. I don't know. It just, it seems like a blessing in disguise. I, I know maybe that's not the right way to say it because I do pray for those who have lost their lives or family, people who have family members who have lost their lives or families that are struggling right now. And I cannot even imagine what that is like, but Maybe at the same time, this is a wake-up call. Maybe we're getting sick because we're not taking care of our bodies. We're not taking this time to relax. And this is just a broad concept. I know some people might disagree with me, and I'm open to your disagreements, but that's what's kind of been on my mind. And I think coming out of this, if and when it does end, I'm going to learn how to slow down and know that it's okay and much needed to embrace that downtime. Because your body can only handle so much. And life is short. So what's the point of just eat, sleep, work, gym, repeat when there's so much more to life? There's so much more to see. There's so many people to befriend and be with. And I think that was definitely a wake-up call for me. And I'm wondering if anybody else has thought the same thing. But I would absolutely love to hear what you all do during these times to lift your spirits. I haven't really done too many different things. I'm 
so very blessed to still be working. I've actually been insanely busy with my job, and I'm grateful for that. So I haven't had too much time to focus on different things. Of course, starting this podcast was one thing that I was able to achieve, and I have been trying new recipes, cooking for my family, and just spending time with my family. When I look back at my lifestyle a couple months ago, like I had mentioned, when I was just waking up, going to work, going to the gym, going to bed, etc., I did not take the time to stop and sit on the couch with my family and just talk with them or just watch a movie or a TV show with them. So I'm loving embracing this downtime. And my one concern is that I'm going to be too used to this once it's all over. But I think we'll be able to change with it when the time comes. And I'll be able to bounce back to my old schedule. Oh, and one more thing that I want to add on is that I haven't been shopping as much because I know that there might be a case where work slows down or work ends. So if anybody might be in the same position or you are out of work, I have a little piece of advice that I personally have been following and this works for me. So I love shopping and I'm so, I I really, really want to shop for like spring and summer work attire right now, but One, I don't know when this is going to be over, so I don't know what season it's going to be. So do I really need to buy summer clothes if there might not even be a summer? Let's be honest, I'm wearing the same leggings and t-shirt every day because nobody sees me. So anywho, my point is, I anytime I see something that I want, I write it down in my notes on my cell phone and I leave it there and just like think about it. Like, do I really want it? Is it a need? And I do this with everything that I've come across. So I have a whole list of things that I want to shop for. And I've actually been doing this prior to quarantine. And I found it very helpful because when I finally have the budget to go and purchase something, I have this on my list and I can pick off my list what I want to treat myself to and what's more important than something else. I'm trying to think of an example to give you. If I have like a gym shirt that I, I really wanted and then a pair of black sandals that I want for work. When the time comes, I look at this and I'm like, okay, do I really need the gym shirt? I think the black sandals would be more important because I'll get more use out of them. I'm wearing them every day to work. Anywho, I hope that makes sense. And maybe you guys can try it because I'm saving so much money right now and it's awesome. And I mean, who doesn't love saving money? And although I'm shop deprived, I know I'll be able to shop in no time. So anywho, that's my advice and insights on what's going through my mind during this quarantine but I do want to change the topic right now because I don't think this is a topic to put so much energy into. A few recipes I tried this week oh my gosh so I watched this TikTok video and I saw this bagel recipe. By the way I'm from Long Island and as we all know Long Island bagels are the best thing in the entire world. So I have pretty high bagel standards (laughs) and I saw this recipe and they used two cups of Greek yogurt. I think two cups of flour. I do have the recipe on my Instagram highlights or you can message me or comment below if you want me to post it again, but I'm almost positive it's on Instagram. So two cups of flour and then a teaspoon of baking soda and a teaspoon of salt to activate that so the dough rises. So you mix this together in a bowl. And you can add any toppings you want. So we did a few. We did cranberry orange, 
cinnamon raisin, rosemary, and a few others we want to try are sesame seed and blueberry and chocolate chip because how amazing does that sound? I was also thinking oatmeal walnut or like honey walnut or something, but we're yet to try those kind. Anywho, so mix your ingredients in. You might need to separate it if you are doing two different flavors. And really all you do is just like knead it into like a big ball and then you break it up and then roll those into logs and then you form them into bagel shapes and then you bake them for 20 minutes on 425 degrees Fahrenheit and then you broil for, so the first time I broiled for 10, they were a little crispy. The second time I broiled for five minutes, I thought they were just perfect and they are absolutely amazing and I really, honestly, you just need to try them. They're so good. Okay, moving on. I also hopped on the whipped coffee trend this week, and it paired perfectly with the bagel. So I'm sure you have all heard of the whipped coffee trend, but if you haven't, all you need to do is mix a tablespoon of instant coffee. Make sure it's instant because I was so close to trying this with regular coffee because I didn't have instant initially, but my dad had told me that Everyone might know this, but apparently I didn't. That instant coffee dissolves. That's why it's instant. makes total sense now, but I've just never tried it before, like, this week. So, anywho, a tablespoon of hot water, and then you could do a tablespoon of sugar, but I tried it with coconut sugar just as a preference. And then I used my coffee frother to mix this up, basically, like, whisk it in a bowl. I recommend a deep bowl so it doesn't go everywhere or, like, in a cup. And then you pour it over... Your milk of choice. I did almond milk with ice and it was delicious. I just love trying new things like that and it was fun. It was a new part of my Monday morning routine last week and I think I have to make that again, but I'm out of instant coffee, so stay tuned for when I make that. All right, I am just rambling here and I honestly could go on and on about talking about my week and share stories with you all, but I think it's about time to get into today's topic. So let's hit it. As mentioned previously in today's topic, I want to talk about motivation and answer the question, am I always motivated? What keeps me motivated? And really just give you some feedback on that. For some reason, this is the most requested question I receive on Instagram. And I understand because on Instagram, it seems like my life is so, in quotes, I'm doing little bunny ears right now, perfect. And what you see on my Instagram is just a highlight. If I'm going to the gym, I'm posting a picture of it. You don't see when I'm not at the gym because I'm not, well, maybe I am posting a picture laying in bed watching Netflix. But I think you get my point that what you see on Instagram is just a little highlight reel. It's, I'm sharing the good parts of my life, and I'm sure many other people can agree that they're doing the same thing. So it does seem like I'm always motivated. I'm always 100% happy, full of energy, but I'm a normal human being, and I have lows, and I'd like to say that no, I am not always motivated. I have times like tonight where I didn't want to open up the voice memos on my laptop and <laughs> record this podcast session because I'd rather be watching a documentary on Netflix and eating dark chocolate and popcorners and falling asleep. But here I am because overall I have goals to reach and I think the way to put this is that 
I am so driven and determined to reach goals in my life. And that's what keeps me going, even when I don't exactly have the motivation or if I'm feeling lazy. And I honestly think this is something that you learn over time from growing and experiencing and just getting to know yourself. I want to flash back to maybe high school when this all kind of started, like what I wanted to do with my future, realizing that high school is not the end and there's more to my life than just sports in school and what I was doing at the time. I think in high school, I was I was extremely, extremely shy. If you ask anyone I went to high school with, they would probably say the same exact thing. I was one of those people who were super shy unless you got to know me and I had a small group of friends and was pretty quiet between that. I did play field hockey. I ran track and I stayed pretty busy with that. I I worked on the weekends when I was a senior in high school. I worked at an Italian restaurant where I waitressed. And I think from a young age, I kind of knew that I wanted to be successful. I mean, who doesn't? But at a young age, I saw that I've, I've always said that I've learned from other people's mistakes, whether it was my brother's or I don't mean that in a bad way, but like I've, I've always learned by watching and listening, which I think played a role in me being shy. Is I've, I'd always listen to other people talk and hear from them and just seeing people who were successful in my family too. I just knew that I wanted to be them and I wanted to be 10 times better than them. And I wanted to be graduating college one day and be 100% more successful than my dad. And I've just always had that mindset And I think that reminding myself that every so often is the reason I am where I am today. And I know I'm kind of all over the place with this, but basically this also plays a role, like the law of attraction. When you set your mind to something and you manifest it and you keep thinking about it, and you think of all the positive things that could happen and you vision it, I think that you're going to start doing things that bring you to reach those goals. So anywho, let me backtrack a little bit to high school. I started applying for colleges when I was a junior because I knew I wanted to play college field hockey. How did I know I want to play college field hockey? That's a great question. I think it was just like there was no other option. It's kind of, I was so focused on field hockey and playing travel sports and I totally want to devote another podcast to that because I did play Division One field hockey for a while. And if anyone out there is interested in that, I would love to share my story. I did stop playing during my sophomore year of college because I just didn't find it was for me. Like I said, I'll go into another podcast about that because I could go on and on. But anywho, I think playing sports in high school just like kept me on the right track to knowing what I want to do with my life. In college, you probably heard in my first podcast, if you didn't, you can go listen to that, where I talk about choosing my major. But I was always, I, I like to say I was always a good student. I always did my work. I didn't really procrastinate. That That's kind of more of a recent thing is procrastinating. But I just, I wasn't like that in high school. I was always getting my work done a week before it was due. I spoke with my teachers, even though I was shy, I would ask them for help. I would always ask questions and always open to learning more. I think 
in high school, I definitely was nervous to ask questions because I thought people would just think I didn't understand things if I was asking. But as I've grown older, I've learned that I honestly love the saying, there's no such thing as a stupid question. I know so many people disagree with that. But how how are you going to know if you never ask? And in life, there's a first for everything. So if there's something you want to learn, but you haven't done it before, why not go and learn it? I mean, everyone tries something new for the first time. Trying to tie this back into being driven and being motivated. So I am 22 years old. And I think for my age, I've gone through a lot on my own, whether it be going back to high school, playing sports, playing a travel team, just working and being on my own and supplying for myself like in a way that I, I worked for the things I have. Nothing was ever just handed to me. My parents are so supportive and they'll go to the end of the world for me. But they've always taught me that if I want something, I should work for it. And along with that, it made me realize that if I do want something, there's no reason that I can't achieve it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen if I give something I want a shot? And if I don't try, I'll also never know if I was able to attain it. So when I was back in high school, I had set those goals for myself to play a division one sport because I knew it was something that was really rare for, I think somebody had told me like 1% of Long Islanders go and play D1 field hockey. And I was determined to be a part of that 1%. And then when I was in college, I actually had to make a decision if I wanted to choose my career path, if I wanted to keep playing sports. And like I said, I will talk about that more in a different podcast, but having the freedom to make that choice there, it made me mature a little bit more and it made me grow up and realize like this is my choice and I'm making this decision to better my career. And once I did that, I just continued to learn the power that I have to reach goals and be successful. And in all honesty, I gave it my all in college for my exams and my homework assignments and I would go to professors office hours because I was determined to do well. I had high standards for myself and maybe sometimes I put too much pressure on myself to reach these goals and maybe sometimes it didn't always work out. I mean I'm going to be 100% open. I did not get the best grades. I did well in marketing and creative classes in writing. Writing and English were my best subjects. But as I mentioned in my other podcast, in math and accounting and finance, I actually had to take finance online at a different school because I was so scared that I wouldn't pass it at my college. And I didn't do well in those classes, and it discouraged me a lot. I felt that I wasn't going to succeed because I had these bad grades. And I'm here to tell you that it happens, and not everybody has the perfect grades. I like to think that people will either excel in science and math or maybe they'll be on the more creative and writing side and they'll be good at English and writing and photography videography whatever it may be everybody has their different skills and nobody can be so good at everything and I mean if you are you are very very lucky but you know I'm not good at those things and I'll admit it and I could improve in those areas but 
that's why I didn't go into that field that wasn't meant for me. And just knowing that I could go and put in the extra effort into these classes to try to do better because at the end of the day or the end of the school year, I knew that I had goals to reach and I was so motivated and maybe not motivated all the time, but determined to reach these over time. And to this day, I still have goals. So my broad goals, I really want to advance in my career in marketing. I don't know exactly where I want to be. I mean, so much has happened in the past year since I've graduated. And I don't know if I would have predicted any of it, but there's so much more to life and so much more to learn. And I'm so looking forward to all of it. And I'm on the right path. And I wake up every day and I'm so sorry if you hear my iMessages go off. I'm going to mute my computer now. So anywho... I wake up every day wanting to become the best version of myself and I think I lost my color for a little bit. So for some of you who may know, I recently overcame a four-year relationship breakup and I honestly handled it a lot better than I thought I would. If that's something that you'd like me to talk about because you feel it may help you or a friend that you know, then maybe I'll open up about that. But going through that made me such a strong person and I felt that I was able to grow and flourish even more and learn that there's so much out there in life and I'm only just beginning and now is my chance to learn to love myself, to learn to be alone with myself, to learn who I truly am as a person and what I'm capable of. There's no more relying on other people the only person that's going to help me is myself and the only person I should rely on is myself and if there's something I want to do why not just go after it there's nothing to lose and nothing holding me back and I think having a mindset like this really truly does take time and you're not going to have this mindset every single day but over time if you start to jot down in a notebook where you want to be in a month, in two months, in a year, within the next five years, I think you may be able to piece together your life and make your dreams a reality. And I do want to be honest that sometimes I just want to give up. And this has happened a lot with my Instagram page. And I know some people don't feel comfortable talking about Instagram and influencers account and such, but it just To me, it's like a huge part of my life because not only do I maintain this on the side, but I also work with social media. So I am absolutely surrounded by social media like 24-7 and I can't complain about it because I honestly do love it and I'm so thankful that Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter do exist because without that, I don't know where it would be. I probably wouldn't have a job. But anywho, being honest that Sometimes I look at my Instagram page and I refresh my feed and I'm focused on the likes and the comments and I'm like, this is failing, this post is going doing really bad, I, I, like, I should just take it off and I just want to quit. And I sometimes, not going to lie, like back in the fall, I deleted the app on and off and I was like, I want to give up, I want to give up, but I didn't. And I didn't because all of you have provided such support to me over time and 
even though I don't answer all my messages, I do read them all and they really make me so happy and it's truly what keeps me going. And me being there to help someone, I love hearing stories, whether I helped you through a workout in the gym or I helped you choose your major or anything, whatever I may have potentially helped you with. I love when you share that with me because it, it keeps me going and it knows that what I'm putting out there into the world for everyone to see is worth it. So thank you to anyone who has done that and anyone who is listening. I'm so grateful for you. I probably wouldn't be who I am today. I don't even know if I would be working in marketing if it weren't for any of you. So thank you very much. And to continue with social media, another thing that kind of plays a role in days where I'm not as motivated, but at the same time also spikes my motivation. And it's comparing myself to other people on social media. And I recently have chose to follow certain really big influencers. And there are some out there who I look at them and I'm like, I want to be this person. I want to look like them. I want to wear the clothes they're wearing. And then I'm like, wait, hold on. Why am I trying to be them? I am my own person and I should just try to be myself. But at the same time, there are influence influencers who are out there who I'm like, what they're doing is so motivating and I want to try to do what they're doing. I want to do that a workout like that. And they just ate a healthy breakfast. Wait, I'm so motivated. I want to go cook myself a healthy breakfast. And I think there's two types of influencers that play roles in my life that I'm inspired by. And recently I've been trying to follow those ones who make me a better and stronger person. Whereas not comparing myself to people who bring me down because I know there's a lot out there on social media and you have to find what uplifts you rather than people who make you want to cry, honestly, because you're, it's just some things like aren't as achievable. Like I said, everyone's good at their own thing and you just have to find who you are and what works for you. Okay, another area I want to go in with motivation and determination is As I mentioned earlier in the introduction, I'm not a college student anymore. I have responsibilities. I'm not a kid and I can't just wake up and throw on sweatpants and go to class. I miss those days, but I have to face reality. I'm never going to live that life again. I am a woman who is working in an office. Not right now because we're in quarantine, but I think you get the point. And I have people who are relying on me. And I am one of the main points of communication for my company and my office. And if a client requests a task from me, I can't just look at them and be like, I don't know how to do this or I don't feel like doing this, which obviously I would never say. But my point is that if a task is requested of me, I have to go and do it. Or if I don't know how to do it, I have to go and learn how to do it. I have to look it up. I have to do research. No one's going to help me. It's all me. I got to do it. And I think I love that because it it gives me no choice but to be determined and motivated. And it's challenging sometimes, but I come out stronger from it. And I'm so thankful for situations like that because I've learned so much. And I feel that within the year that I've graduated from college that I, I'm such a different person than I was last year. And 
I think a lot has to do with my job position and the situations I've been placed in and kind of being forced to just grow up. And I love that. And I'm really excited for what else is to come in my future and my career. Okay, the last thing I want to mention today is with my side hustles, if you want to say, if you want to call it that, I like to think at the end of the day, rather than thinking of a side hustle as a chore, think of it as this is something you get to do. You have the opportunity to take this time at the end of the day to record a podcast, work on a new Instagram account that you've been considering starting. Go to the gym and try out that new workout plan that you've been considering. Or maybe you're into painting and crafting or I'm not really sure. I would love to hear everybody's side hustles, honestly, because mine are really social media related and I want to find a new hobby aside from cooking and baking. Something that I can do in my free time that I can focus time on and enjoy because I think being on screens is not the best thing for my eyes, and I really, truly want to find another hobby. But anywho, try to remind yourself that this is something you get to do. So if you enjoy it, make the most out of it, and, you know, enjoy that little side hustle of yours. I think I'm going to wrap up the podcast here. I want to be honest, recording these on my own is a little challenging, so I am looking forward to having some guests on my pod... (laughs) on my podcast in the future. I'm looking forward to that and I hope you guys are too. I have some ideas in mind. Please feel free to send me any questions. I think I'm going to put an anonymous question link. I just have to find one that works really well and put it in my Instagram bio for you all to ask some questions. I hope this inspired you to go and do something for yourself today. I hope it answered your questions about motivation and determination. All in all, I'm not always motivated, but I have goals that I want to achieve within the year or the next few months or for my future. So thank you so much for listening to this. Please feel free to leave a review and rate this podcast. I appreciate all of your support. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Chats with Court or myself at Courtney Aaron B. Like, comment, subscribe, all the above. Thank you very much. I love you all. Have the best day ever. And don't forget to make today count. Signing off with this Chats with Court Sesh. Bye, everyone.